Welcome back to this two-part series on email marketing. Email marketing is vital in your business growth, and I talked about it last episode, so on Tuesday, about when you should start your email list and why you should start your email list. So if you want to check out that episode, it was on Tuesday, so the episode before this, which was episode 24. And on today's second part of this series, I am going to be taking you through what makes a good lead magnet, why it's important that you pick a lead magnet that aligns with your target audience and the solution you're going to provide, and some different ideas for lead magnets that you can use in your business starting today. I hope you guys love this one. It's going to be valuable for you guys. Let's jump in. Do you wish that you can make money from home to give your family more financial freedom? Are you lacking purpose in your day-to-day routines as a stay-at-home mom? What if I told you that there was a way to have purpose outside of motherhood, build a business you are proud of, make money from home, and be totally present with your family? My name is Jolie Gregerson, stay-at-home mom to three young kiddos, coffee lover, business owner, and coach, and my mission is to help stay-at-home moms craft the foundation for their online business from the ground up so they can make money from home in a way that doesn't feel like they're losing time with their kids, which for me was during their nap times. If you're ready to build an online business in a way that allows you to remain a fully present and engaged mom and find purpose beyond motherhood, then this podcast is for you. Whether you're doing dishes, driving in the car, or listening in your small moments of me time, I'm happy to have you here, so grab a coffee and let's jump in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm happy to have you guys here. It is a wonderful Thursday, and I'm excited for the weekend. It's going to be really exciting. We're going to have my son's second birthday party slash my youngest daughter, who's four months old, her dedication. So it's just going to be awesome. It's going to be really memorable. I have it, a lot of things planned for it to make it a really fun day for the kids and my son, and then also just getting my daughter dedicated to the, to the Lord. So that's going to be awesome. It's also been a really exciting week here. We added a new little pony (laughs) to our family. Those of you who know me know that I pretty much live two lives. I have my tech savvy business side, online business side, and then I have my old fashioned horse ranch slash homestead slash homeschool life. (laughs) And so I live two split lives pretty much, but We, on our horse ranch, got a little pony for the kids. She's an older gal, so she's 18 years old, and today they had their first ride on her, and it was just such a memorable day and just so exciting and such a fun time in our family. So we have had a great week. I hope your guys' week has been great, and I hope you guys have some good things planned for this weekend, maybe some rest if you need it. I know. I need it. Oh my goodness. I have been so exhausted from my daughter's four-month sleep regression. It's really killing me. (laughs) The last two nights I've fallen asleep really early. Like as soon as we put my kids to bed, I am passed out on the couch. I've just been so exhausted. I'm sure you guys can relate. Most of my audience is stay-at-home moms with young kids or had young kids at one time, obviously. And Man, it's just, 
It's a draining season. I love it. My daughter is such a blessing. She's such a light in our lives. And we always call her our angel baby. We're always like, you're an angel baby because she is just the most easy kid on the planet during the day. She will just chill out all day. She never cries. She's such a content baby. She is just so smiley and giggly. But oh my goodness, at night, she is on another level the last month really. So anyway, I'm glad that I had the willpower to get up and record this podcast for you guys. Consistency is key. No matter how tired you are or what's going on in your life, I promise you, you can build a business in the cracks of motherhood and do it consistently and do it well. And that's what I'm trying to model for you guys. And so here I am, exhausted (laughs) and ready to curl up in bed. But I am recording this valuable little episode for you guys. So if you guys didn't know, this is part two of my email marketing series I'm doing this week. On Tuesday, we jumped into the first part, which is why you should start an email list and when you should start it. And that is episode 24 if you want to go check it out. And then today on episode 25, we are jumping into part two, which is how to create a good lead magnet and what different ideas for lead magnets that you can use in your business. So first, let's cover the obvious. A lot of you might be wondering, what is a lead magnet? And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a magnet or something that's enticing to attract your ideal clients, which would be your leads for your business. So as you get clients or as you add people to your email list to warm up your audience, we talked about that in the last episode, how email lists are so important because they nurture your relationship with your audience. So the lead is one of those. It's something that you're generating for your business. That way you can warm them up or they're converting to sales. So a lead magnet is something that's going to attract that ideal client into your system. That way you can start creating that relationship. So in the last episode, we went over why that's so important to bring them into your system and not just have them on a social platform like a follower on Instagram or on Facebook because you want to own your community. And also that relationship is just so much more intimate in your system, which is your email list. And so generating those leads is really important. So that's why we create lead magnets, which is basically a trade-off. So it's saying, I'm going to give you this valuable thing that's going to help you out and make your life easier or share some tip and help you expand your knowledge in exchange for your email address. So it doesn't work anymore to just be like join my newsletter no one really wants to join a newsletter a lot of people have to have incentive in order to join it which is what elite where a lead magnet comes in handy and so it's really important since you the whole point is generating leads to bring into your system that way they eventually become paying clients and you build that relationship it's important to be bringing in the right leads you don't want to put out a lead magnet and then have it attracting all the wrong people and so you're just wasting your time and your money in your email list appealing to these people so one mistake a lot of people make in the beginning is they create a lead magnet that's pretty easy for them to just throw up and 
they make it for something that they aren't 100% sure is going to bring in their ideal client or relate to the product they're selling. So for an example, if I was a business owner and my target audience was moms who had picky toddlers that weren't eating their food because they're so picky. And I always use this example. It's just a really easy one for me to go to. But if that was my target audience and my solution for them is going to be a whole guide or ebook or course around how to get your picky toddler to eat healthier foods and giving them the solution for that, then I would want my lead magnet to attract that person. So if my program was going to be an entire cookbook or something like that, or an entire program talking about getting your toddler to eat healthy meals and then giving them the solution, which is healthy meals that they're picky toddler approved, then a lead magnet that I might give them is a PDF or a short ebook or something or workbook that is like one week of toddler, picky toddler meals that your toddler will for sure enjoy. And then make sure to put in some of your best recipes. That's one of the things that people tend to struggle with is They think that they can't put in the juicy stuff into their freebie because they're saving it for their course when the opposite is actually true. Sometimes if you put out your best work that people are going to be like, wow, this is incredible. If they try out your free recipes. So if someone opted into my lead magnet because they wanted that week of free recipes because that's going to be their trial to see how you are and if it actually works. And I just gave her some of my least favorite recipes in the ebook because I want to save my favorite recipes for my paying clients. Then maybe she tries recipes. She's not thrilled with them. I mean, there's a reason that they weren't your favorite recipes in there too. So obviously they weren't your top notch or the most delicious ones in there. And so maybe she's not thrilled with them. Maybe she tries a couple and her toddler doesn't eat them. Well, she's most likely not going to buy your product then because she's like, if she said that these were picky toddler approved and my picky toddler doesn't like it, then this must not be the product for me or she doesn't know what she's talking about. (laughs) And so she's not going to buy your product. But if I were, if I were, sorry, I feel like I'm tripping on my words. I think it's because I'm so exhausted. (laughs) But if I were to put out that same guide with my favorite recipes from my program and they're delicious and her toddler devours them, how likely do you think she is to either be A, really impressed with you, so become one of your biggest fans and be really engaged, or B, buy your product? So you can see by my example, we are putting out something that's attracting the right audience And we're putting out something that is going to wow them. You want to wow people in your free content. Another example of something you would not want to do is you wouldn't want to make a lead magnet that's bringing in the wrong people. So say my target audience is that same example I just used. So the moms with the picky toddlers. But then my lead magnet isn't specific enough to pull in only those people. So maybe it's just... One week of healthy meals using chicken. And 
sorry, that's the best example I could come up with right now in my tired state. But it's just very generic and it might pull in a bunch of different people. So maybe I would see that as a mom and get it. But I wasn't interested in the whole picky toddler thing because I didn't have that problem. Or maybe it's a woman that's not even a mom, but she sees it and she's like, ooh, healthy recipes using chicken? Chicken is my favorite. I'm going to snag this because I want healthy recipes using chicken. Then later on, she's not going to be your ideal client because she's not even a mom. So that's why our lead magnet we want to make sure is targeting the person we want to attract. So make it specific. Don't make it too generic to where you're going to be pulling a ton of different people into your circle and then not have them convert. So you have an email list full of people who's never actually going to buy your product and later on when you get way bigger you pay per person so it's like per thousand people your rate will go up on your email marketing service so you don't want to have it full of a bunch of people who are not even your ideal client because obviously this is a business we're trying to help our ideal client as much as we can and we're trying to make money so you don't want to be wasting your money by paying for members that's or clients or leads, I guess, on your email list, that's not even ever going to buy your picky toddler course. And so you're paying for that person through your email marketing service, and they're not even going to buy from you to make it worth it in the future. And so that's why it's important to make sure that your email or your lead magnet is very specific. So now you're probably wondering, what kind of lead magnet can I make? And one thing that I recommend to people who are just starting out, because it's really easy, you can throw it together pretty easily, and honestly, in a couple days or even one night, if it's something that's in your zone of genius and you can just sit down and bust out, is a PDF of some sort. So whether it be a short ebook, a guide, even a checklist or something of that nature to where you can put it in a PDF, those are great lead magnets. There are lots of other lead magnets you can do, but I recommend this as a start because it's more simple and you don't have to have a complex funnel behind it. So other ones you can do are quizzes, you could do a short workshop or something. So when they often they get a workshop for free, you could do a mini course. You could do an exclusive locked kind of secret podcast episode. You could do templates to make someone's life easier. So plug and play type things. There's a lot of different options that you can do that you can also fit in your zone of genius. So maybe you are way better at templates because you're really good on Canva. Maybe you don't even know what Canva is. <laughs> That's totally fine. But if you are really good at that type of stuff, doing templates is a great option. But I tend to recommend that people start with a PDF because it's something simple that anyone can put together. If you have Word, if you have pages on a MacBook, any of those things you can convert to a PDF and then just have it on your website or wherever you want to plug it in and just get people's emails for that lead magnet. And this is just a great option. Another really cool thing about lead magnets is once as you have it created, you can keep optimizing it, but it also doesn't have to be 
grandiose. So actually, there's been some studies that show that the more simple and direct result the lead magnet is, the better it performs. So sometimes people try to go too grandiose and their lead magnet is like a 200 page ebook. And that's great. And that might give people a lot of value, but it might also be overwhelming for them. Like they might be like, oh, I don't have time to read a 200 page ebook. I just want a simple solution. And so sometimes just a quick thing, like either list or like I said, seven days of meals that your picky toddlers will eat or a better one would be just seven recipes for picky toddlers and then it could just be seven pages each page having a recipe maybe the first page explaining a little bit about you and your business and then the last page saying what the next step for them could be so maybe working with you maybe subscribing to your podcast whatever your next step would be but it doesn't have to be something huge and grandiose and actually studies have shown that when people spend their money then they're more likely to finish a grandiose thing because they have skin in the game but if you just give them like this big old course or a huge ebook it may seem like so much valuable oh my gosh, so much valuable, so much more valuable than something smaller, but it also might be overwhelming to them or they just might not finish it because they don't have skin in the game, they haven't paid for it, so they're not as likely to go out of their way to complete it. And you want your lead magnet to be something that's a quick win for them and that they can complete easy and they get a result from it. And so if it's too complex, they might not put effort into completing it or they just might get overwhelmed, tell themselves that they'll come back to it later and then never do. They just kind of forget about it. I've actually done that before on, I think I got a ebook for free and it was value packed, but I didn't buy it. So it wasn't in the forefront of my mind for some reason, and I still haven't finished it to this day. But if it's a short checklist or just like a quick five-page guide or 10-page guide, I'll read that. I'll scroll through that even if it's free. And so you just want it to be a quick win and for them to leave being like, wow, that was really valuable. What more does she have to offer? So don't be discouraged if all you put up is a PDF of some sort. In fact, a lot of the big businesses out there, I'm talking to multi-million dollar businesses, they still use PDFs as their lead magnet. So it's not like the bigger you get, the more grandiose your lead magnet has to be. Just simple, straight to the point, attracting your ideal client and making sure that they get a win out of it is great. And putting some of your best work in there is also the best practice. I hope that this episode gave you guys some ideas and some more clarity around what a lead magnet is and how you can use it in your business in order to attract your ideal clients and grow your business. I hope that you guys got clarity from this. I hope you got some tips that you're able to use. I'm sorry. I feel like I've been fumbling through this episode. Guys, I am so tired. My brain does not feel clear and... I'm ready for bed. (laughs) So I am signing off here. I will see you guys next Tuesday. Have a wonderful weekend. I'm excited for this, our weekend here. All right, guys, there was another fumble. (laughs) I'm off to bed. Bye-bye. 
Okay, you guys, that's it for this episode. I hope you got some sort of value today that you can either apply to your business or your life as a busy mom. The biggest way you can show your support for my show is to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. Also, sharing this podcast with another mom who might want to start her own online business during her kids' nap times. I really appreciate each one of you that are spreading the word about my show as it helps me to grow, reach, and help more stay-at-home moms build a business and bless their family. I'll see you guys in the next episode.